Hello, everyone. My name is Linnea Marie, and we have a special guest for this episode of Talking About Sex, Tell Me Your Story, a Tickle.Life podcast. Um, we will be talking about some really great topics today, and um, I really hope that people can resonate and learn. And, and, you know, if you're experiencing this or have went through it, that you can find um, you know, some information and peace uh, with everything going on. So um, I have Ashante here. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, everybody. My name is Ashante. Um, I am in Atlanta. I am, I'm here to tell you guys my story. I'm 38 years old. I'm actually one third of the Difference Is pod. Um, Linnea invited me here to talk about two topics that are close, near, and dear to me. Um, some things that I experienced um, in my love life in the past and um, things that I still deal with and have trauma with. And um, I hope that I can help some people get through and um, relate to and let them know that they're not alone. Yes, I cannot wait. Okay, so the first topic, which one did you, you want to start with? Whatever you want to start with, we can just jump right into whatever. Okay, we'll 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 start with a, a little more uh, harder topic. Um, okay. uh, uh, I want to you know uh, put this you know trigger warning uh, out for anybody. We are going to be talking about relationship rape. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I would love for you to tell me um you know your story what was going on kind of set you know um the vibe up and everything and um yeah okay so um I met this guy when I was about um probably about yeah it was about my 21st birthday um he was probably about 29 he was about eight years older than me so I thought I was the shit I had this older guy I was just turning 21 he was pushing 30 so I just thought I had this older man and um, he was pretty manipulative but he was telling me what to do and I thought that was kind of sexy I was like oh he's um a little controlling and you know when you're young you think that that's kind of cute like oh he's telling Mm -hmm. me what to do and it's kind of dumb you know (laughs) so when it came to being in the bedroom um I thought it was kind of hot so (laughs) he he would do things to me that um I didn't know any better as far as I don't know how can I explain he would hurt me in ways that I thought were normal Mm -hmm. um, as far as like making me do things that I didn't want to do but I thought you were supposed to do because you were in a relationship like when you're with someone they shouldn't cause you pain when you're having sex with them Um, and when you tell them to stop doing things and they make you continue to do them, um, that's called relationship rape. You know what I mean? Um, what things would you want me to elaborate on? I don't know how far I should go Did into you... detail because I don't know if I want to trigger people. Right, um, right, right. You don't have to go into full detail. Um 
but when all this was going on, did um, you say anything or speak up or have any dialogue about anything? Um, yeah, I would let him know, you know, I don't like certain things or you're hurting me or this is painful. Um, he would just tell me things like, let's say um, we would be having sex uh, doggy style and um, it would be very painful, um, but he would continue to have sex with me that way and just force me to take it. And when we were done, he would tell me to soak in a bath to ease my pain. Wow, Things like so that. he knew what was going mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. and still continued to, wow. And there was even an instance where um, we would be having sex from the back and um, he tried to force anal that way. Mm-hmm. And that was very painful to the point my body buckled on the bed and um, tears are in my eyes because you know with anal you have to ease into that right that's right not, that's not something you can just you need lube jam and, it in there right yeah. right oh wow so he would force different types of rapes on me so oh my gosh and so luckily you are not in this relationship anymore no I am not but this lasted off and on for like eight years And he would make me do awkward things that I just, I really thought it was normal because I was so young and he was so much older than me. I just thought this is what you were supposed to do. Right. And um, I I don't know, like, (laughs) this is just a weird story I'm going to tell, but there was one time he told me, um, he would, he, the rape was, it was just so weird. Like he would even call me on the phone and tell me, don't talk. Um, just be masturbating when I call and don't say anything. Just like, even to me, I even consider that rape because you're making me do something that's uncomfortable that I don't want to do, but I felt forced to do it. Mm -hmm. Or we'd be driving like in Atlanta down the highway and he would make me open my legs so he could give me oral sex while we're driving on the highway. Oh my goodness. You know what I mean? It's just crazy stuff. So, and um, where do you think that came from where you thought um, you should do what he says? Like in society, you know, we have this, this thing about relationships and submissive, you know, women, and we're supposed to, you know, um, serve, you know, our husband and, and, and stuff like that. So, where do you think, you know, that all came from? Um, I really think for me, it was my low self-esteem because on the flip side of that, he was, um, he was a narcissistic personality and he would pour love into me on the other hand. And he would, he would dump the love into me. You're so beautiful. Like if I was blind and I didn't even know what you look like, you're such a beautiful soul. And, you know, he would give me all of that. But then on the other hand, he would rape me in so many different ways. So I would take the rape because he would fill me up. Right. You know what I mean? So I would think that he loves me so Mm -hmm. much, you know what I mean? Like, this is just the way we have sex. 
And that's definitely you know I mean? the manipulative part of, you know, a narcissist and in, in, in that now, mm-hmm. now uh, for you said on and off for eight years, um, did you tell anybody, talk to any friends, talk to family members? Did you express yourself? Um, did you even like look up anything to research or see if this is normal, like any relationship help, anything like that? No, I mean, I told friends like mm-hmm. we had crazy sex, but I never knew it was rape until I didn't work through any of these traumas until I got married to my husband. And when I got married to my husband and I got loved properly, I started realizing all the traumas that I had. <laughs> and okay. I didn't realize how much shit I went through until I started to work through these things and actually got therapy and started working like through all of my mental shit, to be honest with you. Right. And that, and that's, you know, uh, a really common thing that while we're sometimes experiencing things, we don't really know what we're really experiencing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, our body holds trauma in a bunch of different ways. So Mm -hmm. while you were going through that, you know, you, like I said, you didn't really know that you were experiencing, you knew something was like, what, off? but you didn't Mm -hmm. know exactly what it is. And then you said therapy helped you. Yeah. And like, almost like him loving me the way he loves me now, it was almost like, why don't you mean to me? You know what I mean? Like, why don't you have sex with me like that? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's questioning like a good person. Like, why don't you treat me like this? I thought that was love. Right. Right a good person who's treating you good. It's almost like you're wanting them to treat you bad because that's what you think love is. Right. Right. And, um, so when, you know, when did you realize, you know what, I really have to like get away and end this and, 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 and the breaking points, if you will. Um, my breaking point, I'm going to be really raw and this might, this is, I'm going to put it, trigger warning out um was we met up um in a I'm not going to be too specific because I don't want to call them out but we met up in a we didn't meet up but we crossed paths in a random place where it was some it was so random that it was like oh this has to be destiny like Mm-hmm. It was the most random thing ever that we crossed paths because I hadn't talked to him in a while. And because we crossed paths, it felt like it was meant to be. So we hooked up that night. And um, because we hooked up that night, um, I got pregnant. And um, we were living in two separate states. And um a few weeks later, I was feeling funny and I found out I was pregnant. And when I told him I was pregnant, um, he told me he didn't want any more kids. And when he told me that, I was very upset because here you are always telling me I'm like this beautiful person, et cetera, blah, blah, blah. I just felt like something clicked in me and I was just like, there's no way that um. I can bring a life into this fucked up situation with this person who rapes me. And I just had a flashback of 
him telling me all these stories about him, you know, with the way he was with like his other kids, he rapes me, you know what I mean? Like for some reason, like reality just clicked for me. Mm-hmm. And um, I chose to abort the pregnancy, and I was just done with him after that. So, yeah, after that, um, that was just my last straw. And unfortunately, it had to go that far, and I always regretted it. But that was like my breaking point. Yeah. Well, I mean, thank you, you know, so much for sharing. Uh, these intimate and definitely hard, you know, details. Um, I do think that relationship rape happens a lot more than um, people realize or want to admit. I think sometimes when they're in a relationship or especially marital uh, rape, you know, especially um, in marriages, um, you know, it's like, oh, when, you know, a man wants it, he has to get it. He has to have please, you know, and, and the woman just kind of does it and submits. So, um, yeah, I definitely hope that, um, you know, with the times are changing with, you know, the Me Too movement and, and more women, yes. um, you know, stepping out and standing up and, and um, educating and stuff like that. Um, so I really hope that you know, some of that definitely decreases because it's, you know, it's, it's trauma and, and and no one deserves that, you know? So, um, moving on to something a little bit, um, different. So, um, your current relationship, would you Mm -hmm. like to elaborate on that and, um, tell us a little bit more about, um your hubby sure um what do you want to know so after that traumatic experience is your current husband the relationship that happened right after yes okay so with that trauma that you experienced did you bring that into this relationship at first was there hesitancy was there you know mistrust like or you know did any of that, like I said, you know, transfer over and move into this relationship that you kind of both had to work out? Did you express these things to your husband? Did he know, you know, what was going on or what had happened and all that stuff? Yeah, I mean, I was I was super honest um, with my husband about everything. Um, when we met, we were just, we were super best friends, like at first. So we put everything on the table and we were like, look, I think at that point after um, after I was done with my ex, I took like a year off from like dating and I was like, I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to work. I'm going to stop dating. I was like in the house <laughs> at eight and mm-hmm. I would like go to the gym. I would wear, I didn't want anything to do with guys. I was just like, fuck that shit. I'm done. Yeah, I'm right. I moved from Atlanta back home to Pittsburgh with my mom. I was like, I'm paying my bills off, paying my credit cards. I was like, I'm done. You know what I mean? I just Mm -hmm, needed a mm -hmm. break. And then that's when um, my friend was like, you should follow this guy on Twitter. He's pretty funny or whatever. (laughs) And that's how I met Jermaine. So 
we just became friends and we met and um, we just started hanging out. We were just both at this point where we were both kind of on the same page with dating mm-hmm. and things just kind of fell into place like that. We were both like, he was like, fuck these bitches. And I was like, fuck <laughs> these bitches. <laughs> right. So we were just kind of on that. And because we were, and we just had a lot in common and we had the same sense of humor, it just kind of fell into place, you know what I mean? Like our relationship. So we kept we were just like, oh, well, if we were to date, and then he kept saying, well, if I were to make you my girlfriend, and then it just kind of got to the point where I was just like, if you say that one more time, if you are going to make me your girlfriend, you know what I mean? Like, if we're going to date, we're going to date, like, you know what I mean? So it's just, we just kind of fell for each other, you know what I mean? So it wasn't a planned thing, it just kind of happened, and the rest was history, so... We never really hid anything from each other. Everything's always been on the table and that just works for us. Yeah, that's wonderful. And I'm I'm glad you found such a healthy, refreshing relationship and you're loved mm-hmm. how you, you know, want to receive love because that's really important. Um, mm-hmm. I think for us, you know, humans, it's really important for us to feel that. Um, yeah. So you said nothing was left out on the table. Mm-hmm. Right. So how did you bring up this next topic to him? (laughs) Coming out as bisexual. Mm -hmm. And when did you know? So, yeah, that is, that was the whole process. So um, when I, before I, so I'm from Pittsburgh, but I moved to Atlanta And then I moved back, you know, like I said. So that's when I met Jermaine. And then while I was here, I explored my sexuality. And I was not really dating girls, but just kind of messing around and trying to figure out, you know, who I am and what I like and everything. But I didn't really take it serious. I was just like, I'm going to mess around, you know, uh, suck a little titty <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> so I did that and I just was like you know that was fun but I'm gonna move on and then there was one girl though that um I was close with we were friends and we consistently hooked up but I didn't really think anything of it so I I invited her two special occasions in my life and she was in my life. And um, when me and Jermaine got married, I expressed to him that she and I hooked up several times and he was upset by this because to, from his perspective, he's like, you guys were like in a relationship, you know what I mean? And I'm looking at it from my perspective, like, mm-hmm. no, we weren't, that was just a thing. You know what I mean? Right. So the way I grew up was like religious and it's like, you don't do that. And that's, you're going to go to hell and all that. So in my mind, I'm just like, no, that wasn't a thing. It was, I just tried it. It was, you know, blah, blah, blah. It, It wasn't anything serious. And, you know, I just wasn't trying to claim a title of bisexual. Mm-hmm. And I went through 
a lot of ups and downs emotionally and mentally and having to deal with, I'm a Christian and that's not me. And you know what I mean? And going through all of that, this was years ago. And um, I had a lot of struggles mentally and emotionally with having to accept that I like women. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we had a lot of um, disagreements and fights about me and this person, you know what I mean? Having some type of relationship. So he kind of felt threatened by. He was. Okay. Because she, when she was around, she would make comments like, you better take care of my girl and stuff Mm. like that. Okay. Okay. So anyway, to fast forward, um, there was a point where I just accepted the fact that I like women, I'm bisexual, um, my spirituality is, I'm just, I don't accept the fact that I don't even really believe in Christianity or any of that stuff. I really don't know what I even believe in. And you know what I mean? Like all of that confusion and stuff that I grew up with, like Mm -hmm. my mentality and stuff is completely changed. And I just had to come into my own beliefs and completely just get rid of that and just become a part of the community that I belong in Mm -hmm. and say, Hey, I'm a bisexual person. I like women. I had feelings for this woman. We actually had a thing, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And come off to my husband and say, Hey, I know I've been in denial for a long time, but I am bisexual. Mm -hmm. You were right. And you had a right to feel threatened. And I apologize for not you know what I mean? Like, I apologize right. for presenting it to you in the way that I did. I did not see it from your perspective. Mm-hmm. And I I felt bad for bringing that person around. But I was in such denial. Mm-hmm. I put him in awkward positions. But it wasn't on purpose to hurt him. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It was just being in denial of who I was. Right. You know, right. so it wasn't like some secret that I hid from him. It was just me not accepting myself. Right. And I think, um, you know, the upbringing and how we were raised really has a um, an effect on, you know, our mental, regardless of, you know, how, you know, if we really want to believe that, I mean, um, I grew up really, you know, Catholic, Christian, that whole thing where, like you said, Mm -hmm. you're going to hell if any, you know. And mm-hmm. um, that ideology is really ha- way more harmful um, and yeah. detrimental to people's mental health, physical health, e- emotional health, psychological, like all yeah. of that. And it definitely can have such a profound negative effect on yeah. us, um, you know, as, you know, bisexual people, Um and so moving forward in your relationship have like would you want to you know explore that or is that something since your husband is definitely um not here for so you're going to suppress it how do you you know move forward now with your relationship um it's not so much that I suppress it I'm just 
I'm just loyal to him. I don't really have urges to seek um, women. Like, I'm still attracted to them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just, I'm with him. And yeah. that's just what I feel. Um, if I were to want something, like, we had conversations about that. Like, um, if I were to want something else, we would discuss it. You know what I mean? So, I don't think it's off the table, but it's just not something that I'm open to right now. But I did tell him if he fucks up, then (laughs) (laughs) don't be surprised if you see me with um, a bad bitch that can do both. Uh, Right, right, right. No, I mean, um, and and that's the thing, you know, you know, sometimes men hear that a woman or their partner is bisexual and they're like, oh my gosh, threesomes galore. Like, right, you know right. what I mean? And they just go right there. Right. Um, but, but, yeah, but your partner didn't. He, he, right. he was, you know, he didn't see no, that. He's or... very respectful. Yeah. Wow. Well, that, you know, that, like I said, nowadays, that's like, you know, something that the people, you know, like I said, partners find out that and they're just like, oh, well, we could go to, you know, strip clubs. And it's kind of like right. they try to take advantage of it, but not like they try to excuse sometimes cheating like, right. um, oh, well, you like women, too. So why can't I or, right. you know right. what I mean? Sure, we can have an open relationship, but only with women. So, you know what I mean? And it just. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Like we'll we'll have fun. Like we'll go to the strip club and we'll like Sam with the chick. Like I'm on the front and he's on the back. <laughs> like we don't take it to the next level. Like you know what I mean. He's very respectful of my boundaries and we leave it at that. But it's really nice to have a partner that I can be open with and he likes that. Like we can both look at women and appreciate them and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm not really, I'm not really the jealous type. Like, you know what I mean? Like I get the appreciation for women mm-hmm. if he's looking or whatever I'm looking to, you know right, what I mean? Right. But there are boundaries. Like we're not being disrespectful. And that's, um, and, and that's important. You, the, that word boundaries is there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and the conversations and relationships really need to happen like this mm-hmm. and this dialogue back and forth. I think sometimes in relationships, we don't either A, know how to talk about it or B, mm-hmm. want to or feel comfortable enough or even our partner makes us feel safe enough to mm-hmm. disclose this kind of information. Um, exactly. Yeah, I'm really, you know, glad that that he was, you know, able to um have those conversations with you you know yeah um it was really nice it was hard in the beginning it really was though it was but it was all because of my denial yeah that was the hard part now did you talk like I said did you talk to your friends your family anyone about this I know you said you went to therapy so was that like a discussion there yeah, I mean, I came out to almost everybody except my dad because I'm just um, a little apprehensive because he is the most religious one. Okay. And he goes through a lot of different religions because I think he's like, like the way an alcoholic suppresses his pain with alcohol, he suppresses his pain with religion. And he's the one that raised me with all of this bible thumping (laughs) he still does the religion thing and he switches up his religions 
every couple years and like I don't know how he would take it but my mom knows I'm bisexual you know what I mean like everybody know I mean if you listen to my podcast you know I just I don't even know how to talk to him about it mm-hmm. <laughs> he'd probably be like you're gonna go to hell but I'm just like I, I just want I don't even know how to have the conversation or if it right I, I just you know what I mean like the I, yeah I don't even know how to yeah, I, I, I get it. Um, sometimes it's just, you know, not worth having, you know, bothering or disturbing your mental health for certain things. You know what I mean? And as long as you can live your, you know, life and do you and be happy about everything, um, you know, that's really all that, you know, is really important. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so any more details that you want to talk about and discuss and, you know, raise awareness for our listeners on, um, you know, coming out by any recommendations to our listeners, if, if they're going through that, um, anything you would have done differently, anything you would have, you know, changed about this, you know, the situation, have a conversation earlier, you know, anything like that. Yeah, I probably would have um, questioned a lot of things a lot earlier and probably take, I probably would have sought help a little earlier, like therapy, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and definitely would have um, taken a look in the mirror a lot earlier and sought self-acceptance earlier because that to me is what matters like I look at myself and I'm 38 and I know that a lot of people are like that's not old or whatever but I still see things that I'm going through now and I wish I just wish that I would have started a little bit earlier in my life you know what I mean like just my self-acceptance like right now I'm just like fuck everything like you know what I mean like I'm not accepting anybody's crumbs of love you know what I mean I'm not accepting crumbs from anybody don't tell me to just accept what they give you I want what the fuck I want Mm -hmm. and give me what the fuck I demand Mm -hmm. and if you're not I'm on to the next fuck that you know what I mean so just don't take what they're giving take what you know demand what the fuck you want and if they're not going to give you that shit move on to the next just period point blank just from anybody period like I just just I just refuse to accept less mm-hmm. and that's in relationships jobs whatever family I don't give a fuck and that's just my motto and now that I'm 38 I'm like pushing 40 real close do that shit ASAP. Like, <laughs> I would have done that a long time ago and lived life a little bit differently. Not that I regret anything that I have now. Like, I I love my family and I love everything I have. I'm just saying just the choices I made, I feel like a lot of time wasted. Like, I would have never wasted eight years being raped by some asshole. You know what I mean? And, you know, just losing precious time in my life. You know, so just shit like that. Just don't waste any of your life 
giving it away to people that don't deserve. I mean, I, I love that because, um, you know, we're seeing that more and more either people aren't getting what they're, they want, or sometimes mm-hmm. people don't even know what they want. Mm-hmm. Um, or they, they are, you know, they are stating it and their partner's refusing to do it or listen or try to even understand. Um, and I think, you know, that's a really, you know, big red flag, um, mm-hmm. because, you know, in a relationship, it's a back and forth, it's a team effort. And especially in pleasure, you know, if you care about your partner, you want them to experience pleasure and vice versa. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, yeah, finding out and, 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 and experiencing having those life experiences definitely can, you know, have a, a beneficial trajectory, you know, mm-hmm. for your future, for sure. Um, Cause like we said earlier, trauma, you know, is harvested in the body different ways. Um, so yeah. yeah. And I gave my sister this advice, like she, um, I don't know what her sexuality is, but she's young. She's like in her early thirties. And I feel, you know, like I told you, my dad, he's like super religious and he pounded on our heads. Like, if you don't do this, you're going to go to hell, blah, blah, blah. And like, he swears that she belongs with a man. But I told her, I said, if a trans person would love you the exact way that you want to be loved, would you be with them? She's like, yeah. I said, so maybe, maybe you're not supposed to be with a man. Maybe you're supposed to be with a trans person. And I think about that, like all these people who believe you're going to go to hell for something, like how many people are in the world that are super lonely because they believe their soulmate is one thing Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. they're not willing to trust something else because they believe in something that might not even exist you know what I'm saying I feel you 100 percent. yeah because it's the way society is you know trying to push these these ideologies on people yeah so I don't know I keep doing your thing because what (laughs) you're doing is the (laughs) shit (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you know, having these conversations, I think are really beneficial. I think, you know, um, back on when I was younger, and I wish I had someone to confide in and talk to about, you know, sex and all that and sexuality. Um, uh, Even, you know, like I said, about, you know, being such a Catholic upbringing, um, I Mm -hmm. consider myself pansexual. Um, so that back then, you know, 10 years ago was, it wasn't even a thing or, you know, you didn't really talk about it. Um, but now I think, um, things are kind you know, we're, we're not a cookie cutter and you can't put people into a box. You know what I mean? And I think, uh, people are really missing out on great opportunities, um, that are out there, you know what I mean? So it's just love, like period. Yeah. And as long as you're being, you know, for fulfilled and respected and loved, I mean, it should be, you know, a win-win if that's really what's going on. Um, um, so knowing what you know now and children, do you have a way about raising your children that you're going to, you know, allow more freedom and openness and discussions and all of that around this topic? Oh, yeah, I'm very free and open with my kid. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm already open with him about everything. Um, 
I teach him that like even I, I try to I ease into it with him. Um, I have eased into it with him, like, you know, being little, like, colors don't have genders, like, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. clothes don't have genders. Like, I teach him, like, if boys want to wear makeup, they can wear makeup. You know what I mean? But he he just is who he is. He's, like, very understanding of that. Like, yeah, mommy, I know, like, some boys like to wear makeup. He's like, but I don't. I want that transformer. You know, he's He's just a boy's boy, but he's very um, understanding of like if a boy wants to play with Barbies or whatever, he he does not give a shit. You know what I mean? And he is not phased or does not give a care about whatever he likes, what he likes. And he does not flinch or blink an eye about anything like he has gay people in his family and stuff like that. And he could care less. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We are very open in this household, very accepting, and I'm raising him to be very open-minded. Yeah, and I love that. I think, you know, since we had such a closed-minded upbringing, that being mm-hmm. able to share more open-mindedness and acceptance and, like, raising the next generation of amazing humans, regardless mm-hmm. of a bunch of titles and labels and all of that, um, you know, I think is really the future. I mean, yeah. I, I have high hopes for the future. I mm-hmm. think, you know, that nowadays there are a lot of sexual resources and podcasts yeah. and books and a bunch of things now, not where it should be, you know, the sex education yeah. here, you know, it isn't where we want it to be yet. But I think that the conversations are definitely being had. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really, really appreciate you for being on this podcast and sharing your stories. Um, sure. I, you know, have had a wonderful conversation with you Thank and you. I hope our yeah. listeners, um, you know, gain something from this and, um, yeah, so, um, I want to, you know, end out and, um, like again, thank you. And, uh, for anyone watching, definitely follow us on tickle.life and the podcast comment, like share, uh, I would, we would love to hear your feedback and let you know, uh, and let us know how we're doing. Um, any topics or anything you want, you know, to be discussed, let us know. And I can't wait to see you all for the next episode. <laughs> Thank you for having me. No problem. Thank you.